Hey, this is Chad Brown. Thanks for checking out Chad and Nate On Demand, presented by SCL Mortgage, the home of MySpecialMortgage.com. Broncos country, let's ride. Coming in with that rock him. Who decided that? Who is the genius that's got that rock him? Amazing. Amazing song to come into. From the 18th letter record, this is a deep cut. Me and my brother, Dan, played it all the time. But I'm with another Dan today, not my brother. We got Don behind the boards. My brother's Dan. Dan's not on with me today. The other Dan. Dan Jacobs. I'm already confused. The judge. I know what you're saying. Dan, would you go to a rap concert with me? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm big into rap. <laughs> Me, you, Nate Jackson, yeah. Ted Brown. We'll do it up. John I'd Davis. I'd go to an Eminem concert, maybe. Would you? We have to travel. He doesn't tour. He doesn't tour at all? What's he do? He, d- he does, like, big spot dates. Like a arena? Arenas and stuff like that. He doesn't uh, He doesn't tour. It's a. Uh, he had an addiction years ago, and touring can be a trigger. So he. Uh, so to he's an odd dude, isn't he? He's very weird. Yeah. He's he's very weird and and uh, going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They won an Emmy. The Super Bowl halftime show won an Emmy. Did you see that? I, no, I didn't see that. But so I brought this up last time you guys were on when you guys were doing a hit job on me. And <laughs> I don't understand this whole Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, how is Eminem going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? They put rappers in there. They've been but, doing but that. But that's not that's, that's not, not rock, rock and roll. roll. Well, yeah, I know Gene Simmons at Kiss had a problem with it. So. But uh, well, that guy you know, you know what? Yeah, that guy sucks. Yeah. No, I don't know if he's not. Whatever. Here's the thing: when you're that cool, they let you in. Yeah, no, he's cool. Why can't the, 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 have their own Hall of Fame? I mean, all, I don't all, care. Listen, I don't all, like all know, the rap, gonna, The rappers are cool enough to the rock and roll is like, you know what? Let's let them in. What's up, Don? Didn't they let um uh, okay, they they're not somebody let, down. Uh, somebody uh, said no to them. It was a country music star or something. Somebody Dolly Parton said no. She got in anyway. Yeah, Dolly Parton. That's yeah. You're right, Don. You're right, Don. Here's here's the. Uh, Here's the um, for them, they're not letting anybody in. Well, yeah, <laughs> you got people. the Hall of Fame. Yeah, they're letting you they're, in. They're, they're, <laughs> bad choice of words. Yeah, no, no, no. I said it first. I said it first. Then he said it. Then you said it. But anyways, welcome to the music show yes. with Dan Jacobs and John Davis. But uh, Dan, good to good good to be with you today. You uh, coming in from Steamboat? Is that right? Got up at four thirty in the morning. You know, I was thinking. You know, there, there's traveling, and then there's traveling with family. And, uh, you know, because you're a young guy, you don't have a family as of yet. I'm almost 40. Yeah, you're still working on it. <laughs> and, uh, but there's, there's a difference between just, hey, getting up, like when you want to go to Steamboat, I'm sure you get your stuff ready the night before. But even if you want, need to leave early, bam, grab my bag, I'm out the door. That's my best friend got married in Steamboat last summer. I threw my stuff together the night before, woke up, out, no problem. Didn't That's matter how early it was, it was easy. I was out. Doesn't happen now. Okay. Now that I, well, you know, I'm five, six years older than you. I've got the family. I've got two dogs. I wanted to leave at five. Give me time to get down here, you know, go home, blah, blah, Get up at 420. We leave at 526 in the morning. That's family. That's traveling with family. An hour and six minutes later. Right. I the, car, to, the car's right outside? Right outside. Right outside. You just got to walk out the door. Well, no. <laughs> get the car. The you got to get the dogs out of the crate. You got to walk the dogs. You got to fold up this giant crate. You got to go up and down the stairs. You know, it's, uh, you know, we live on the third floor. So it's. Okay. So that, that okay. So you've, you've eliminated 12 minutes. What happened right. to the rest? You got to get the kids up. You got to pack up the, you know, my stuff was packed, but you know, it's, you know, you got a f- five-year-old, you got a 14, you know, it's like, okay. it's, it's nuts. But you made it. 
Correct. We got here. We, we were home. So that's that's the great thing. So on the way out there, holiday traffic, five hour, five and a half hour, six hour trip to Steamboat. Wow. This morning with two stops, three hours and 15 minutes. Not bad. Great. Well, considering everybody's going to be coming back today. Right. At some point. Early, yeah. There's going to be there's going to be a mess of traffic there. Right. Well, that's not bad. The, the steamboat drive's not too bad. No, as long as you avoid ski traffic yeah. or holiday traffic, it's beautiful. Like, I like getting up. This is the second time I've done that to be here in time for a show. I, I did it in two hours and 50 minutes that one morning. Again, with no family. You know, but yeah. Right. So, hope everybody had, it's Labor Day, right? Correct. Labor Day. Hope everybody's had a great Labor Day weekend. Dan Dan Jacobs, John Davis, hanging out with you today, me and me and the judge. So, you said, uh, when was I, made, when was I, you said at the beginning we were, we were grilling. Oh, you, you did that? a hit job on Yeah, me. a hit job on Was that uh, me and Matt? Yeah, it was you and Matt. And then, really, was Matt. Well, it was, it was Matt. No, it was, I was, I wasn't stopping it, but I wasn't contributing, but you came in and started yelling at Matt. No, well, it was great because this was your guys' bit, and you guys are supposed to be the music experts, and you're like, talk about some dude selling, like, re- you know, CDs out of the trunk of his car. Well, he had a good run, and, you know. I don't think we talked about anybody selling CDs out yeah, of the trunk did. of their car. It was, it was weird, and then it was like, Eminem's had a really good run, and then you, you guys are, like, missing the most obvious, because you put it out there to the listeners. Hey, you know, what are, what are some other people or bands that had a good run? And I said... Because you guys went on and on. Well, you, you named the you one band it. you know. <laughs> just, I said, the Beatles had a pretty good run, and you guys just start teeing off on me like I'm some sort of moron <laughs> saying the Beatles had a pretty good well, run. I mean, Maybe the best run of all time. While you guys are leaving off Elvis and, Gar- and Garth and the Beatles. And I'm like, whoa. And so then Matt <laughs> takes a, a shot saying I'm the least uplifting person he knows. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's right. He made it personal. It makes it personal. He made it personal. And so I said, well, you know, I can do a rundown for my show, or I could do a little produced piece, <laughs> Deep Thoughts by Matt Smith. And so I did Deep Thoughts by Matt Smith, was just brimming with positivity. Yeah, yeah, you really, so, yeah, it got, and you'd come in on our show and you would yell, you would, right. kind of, well, we were talking about the greatest run in music. Again, this is a music show now. We had, uh, um, I mean, the Beatles is like that's that's like saying best trilogy. Like, what what trilogies do you like? And we know Star Wars. Right. We know Star Wars. Right. We, we don't need to say Star Wars, but the Beatles. And you just look. It was an oversight on your part. You guys got nervous about it, and so you you, you lashed out. I it's mean, the Beatles. Response. Of course, the Beatles had. I mean, when they were on Ed Sullivan, like one in every four people in America was like watching that. Like that's <laughs> their run was good, but we wanted their the run, run was like, good. The it run was the best of all. Time. It's the best run of all time. That's why that's not a good answer. You because, didn't say duh. Michael Jackson. You didn't say Elvis. We said look, we were going for cool stuff. Dmx. That Michael was a Jackson great run. Wasn't cool, Mike. Michael, uh, I don't, I never listened to him. DMX, we were going for like Nirvana, just just things that aren't as talked about as much as everybody else. So, anyway, so this is a sports show. <laughs> so it's, it's a live show. It's an entertainment. It's, show. it's an entertainment show. So, so Dan, yeah, Matt was uh, texting me. He's like, "Oh my god, did you have that?" He thought I had that hit piece on him, pre-produced, like just waiting, like like I was sitting there. The next time Matt pops off, I'm going to unleash this 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 piece. But no, I just. Uh, Came in, got it done, and didn't have a rundown that day. And and, and did not have a rundown that day. So, Dan, uh, I haven't talked to you. So, the Bron- we haven't oh, wait, talked I have in a while. one more thing. The airing of the grievances, two weeks before, or a week before that, 
you know, you and I have done this a lot, about four years, three or four years. Yeah. I yeah, thought yeah. we were pretty tight. We are. Oh, Rachel V. Hill, everybody. That's the best host, uh, co-host I've ever had in my life. I'm like, wow, what am I, chopped liver? I've had, Dan, I've had 24 co-hosts. But she's the best ever. She, uh, Rachel and I have such yes, a fun time know, together. And Rachel, you, boy, you're real, you're real sensitive to that. It's, yes, I know. It's, I've, I've had, I have had so many co-hosts since I've been on here. I know <laughs> so, you have. Dude. And and I like them all. I've had fun with everybody. I've done a lot with you. You're uh, you when, when I when I saw you on with me today. It's always a great show with Dan. Uh, we will at some point, whether we want to or not, find our way to argue about Clinton Portis and Champ Bailey. That will that will make yes. its way into the show. The uh, the Denver Broncos though getting ready to play the Seattle Seahawks week one. We're finally here. I think. Two years ago, you and I were optimistic about the Drew Locke era coming off at Correct. the end of his rookie year. We had we had me, you, and Marilat who sometimes get pinned as the haters and negative. You know, Mike Evans called him the another purveyor of lies, James Marilat. Yeah, it's, he said that a couple of days ago. Oh, because like, wow. they, they were getting into it over the the Russ Wilson deal, and and that was kind of the big story this week. Heading into it all was the Russell Wilson deal, uh, a contract that. It's team. Here's what it's team friendlier. It's very team friendly. I would say it, it, it's it, more than I didn't expect him to do that either. I thought Russ was a hey, set the market for business, me. business, business it, is business, and then on the field I ball out. Right. So you're a lawyer and everything. So when we talk contracts, you actually understand what they mean <laughs> versus a lot of us. Um, with Russ, when you first got the Russell, when you first saw kind of the contract that he signed, you know. Were you surprised that it was team-friendly? Well, the first thing that, that surprised me was it was kind of funny because I'm listening to the station. I kind of came in halfway. Adam Schefter is on breaking the news with Mike Evans, which is awesome because Mike Evans has been, you know, he, he, I, I think he wants to spin it like, hey, I never said I wouldn't. I'm just saying it might be, you know, a good idea to wait and see. And so, you know, he's having to backpedal. You know, the, the whole you know week, basically, because he was the one basically smashing on getting a deal done with Russell Wilson. Now, to answer your question, uh, yes, I was surprised <clears throat> because generally when you do deals early, you want to redo the years remaining, right? Here he's, You basically tear it up. Right. You tear up the contract. Everything's new. Right. And no, he's now he's they're giving him his some of his guaranteed money more up front, but they're getting him at a bargain price even kind of now, right? Like you would expect Russell Wilson to set the market and the market's what, 50, 55, whatever Aaron Rodgers got. So you'd expect him to be two, three, four million dollars higher on an annual basis. He's already a little bit below that and you know he's not going to see the end of that contract. But if they did, if he did, I mean, it's a great deal for the Broncos in my opinion. Yeah, it's 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 a good deal. They keep him here. It was going to be a distraction. The wait, the wait and see thing, didn't make any sense to me because his value was never going to drop. Regardless Correct. of how he played this year, his value was never going down. They were always going to have to pay him a lot. Right. He, he, so the, it never made sense to come to Russ after 10 years of greatness and if he had one so-so year, be like, okay, you're, you're now going to be the sixth highest paid guy in the league based off last year. His, right. Him and his agent would have been like, get lost. We're, right. not, we're not doing that. Because they knew somebody else will give us that contract. So wait and see was never an option with Russell Wilson. The value was never going to go down. The price was only going to go up. I know they don't like quarterbacks on the morning show, which is an odd, you know, because Mark won three Super Bowls. 
Uh, two of them with John Elway. One uh, with Mark Rippon. Yeah, right. <laughs> but it was just an all-time great team. Yes, um, it was. Yes, you know, yeah. I steal your line. You, you know, about it's almost impossible to do it without a great quarterback. And you can't win with a good defense or a great defense. You have to win with an all-time great defense. Exactly. But Mark's, you know, I guess he kind of sticks to, and Mike's, you know, falling him, you know, off the the ledge here with this. Well, quarterbacks don't win championships. Teams, well, duh, we know that. Nobody's saying that Aaron Rodgers is going to win a Super Bowl without a good team around him or any any quarterback. You know, got Patrick Mahomes, who I still think is the best in the league. He's not going to win a Super Bowl without a talented roster. That's a given. Right. Bad teams don't win Super Bowls. Period. Right. right. Every once in a while. Again, if you have an all-time great defense, you can win one with, with a mediocre quarterback. Doesn't happen very often. Maybe once every ten years. It's rare. That's why we can name them all right. easily. But they have some like weird, just anti-quarterback bias. One time, Mark said they're not even football players. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, he's like quarterbacks. No, they're not football players. I heard Mark the other day say quarterback is the most important position in all of sports. I heard it. I heard Mark say that the other That's day. That's weird. It's weird. So, you, no, it's it's factual. Are you saying it's weird? He said it. It's weird that he said oh, it okay. because he's been so anti quarterback for so long, and it's like, whoa, now he's he's back. I don't know what he, I don't know what's going on on that show. I know that Mike now is feeling the heat. You make a massive trade to finally get a quarterback in here after uh, over a half decade of futility of that position. Of course, you're going to wrap him up. Think about this: when his current deal's over, he's already going to be underpaid. And he's already underpaid now. He's going to be under, you know, let's say he would have you know, said, no, I'm just going to write it out and take a deal two years from now. Like you're saying, there's no way he gets anything less than 60, 65 no, million a somebody, year. Somebody would have paid him. Right. And if he had, if, if he has two really good seasons, he's going to get 65, 70 million a year. Three right. years from now. Right. So this was, there was no better time than right now. Phenomenal deal for the Broncos, and I, I don't know why he did it. I don't know why he didn't push harder. I think he just wanted some certainty. Um, he's going to lot, you know. But but here's the weird thing: Deshaun Watson got what two forty five guaranteed. That's the outlier. The Browns, the league. It's funny. You look at Kyler's deal. We'll see how Lamar's deal comes out. That's still one that's out there. Burrow and Allen are about to get, or, or Josh Allen's already paid. Is Joe he? Joe Burrow okay. and Herbert is what I mean. Okay. Joe Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert, especially Burrow, those contracts are about to be next level and and well deserved. Those guys are already Burrow's already been to a Super Bowl. Right. But the Russ deal, the, the Deshaun Watson deal, I think the league is accepting. Hey, that's not how we want to do this. That's not it's it, 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 the Browns. I don't understand why on earth they did something so stupid. It, it's dumb beyond. It's embarrassing. It's it's an embarrassing deal. So I think the rest of the league, you look at Kyler, you look at Russ, we'll see how it goes. It's trying to keep it back to, you know, being reasonable and everything. But with Russell Wilson, here's there's a couple things that I think happened here. I think he understands I, I can still get a lot of money. We can leave a little out there so we can keep this team good. Sure. He's still chewing up a lot of per, a high percentage of the salary cap for one player. But he's recognizing that. I think two... This is what I believe. I believe Russ understands he didn't sign here. He was traded here, meaning assets were given up. Right. And so maybe he took a little less money because he knows the draft picks aren't there. I'll take a little less money. That money can be used for free agents to fulfill the gaps that we won't have with, with rookies. And then I think and then I think the third part of it, and I truly believe this is, I think he feels so valued by the Broncos because he didn't feel that with Seattle. 
And I think he just is so happy to be here. He sees how the city has embraced him, how the fans have embraced him, how the organization has embraced him. That he he's like, hey, these guys want me here, and and I think all of that together, he was willing to take a deal that still got him a lot of money, still got Russell Wilson a lot of money, but didn't didn't handcuff the Broncos for years to come. Well, think about it because the cap's going to go up. And, right. and he's going to be basically moving forward within the next couple of years. He's going to be ten to fifteen million dollars below market, especially when the deal kicks in. Because, because, right. like you said, they didn't they added years versus tearing up. Right. So think about what an extra ten to fifteen million on the cap can get you. Right about this time, right about the time, this team should really be making a push for championships. I don't think it's going to happen this year. I think they're going to be a lot better. They're fringe playoffs. Everything's great. Moving forward in a positive direction. I don't view them yet as a real Super Bowl contender just yet. It's a process. I think it's unfair to George Payton and to this team, to the Broncos, to Russell Wilson to expect all. It doesn't matter. We have a quarterback now. We can go win win a championship in in this loaded AFC. But two years from now, three years from now, with extra cap room, that's scary. Dan, you just said something interesting about the Broncos. You said fringe playoff team. Correct. The Broncos are a fringe playoff team. Dan Jacobs is going to explain that statement to me, and we're going to do that next. Happy Labor Day, Denver. In this morning for Chad and Nate, here's John Davis and the Honorable Judge Dan Jacobs. Dan Jacobs. Dan Jacobs. Coming in. Let... So we got Russell Wilson. Everybody's losing their minds. Everybody's super hyped, myself included. I'm still hyped. I bought I bought that jersey I think you and I talked about. I, I went and got the Seahawks stitched on numbers jersey from Russ because they oh, went wow. from 150 to $50. Oh, they're only 50 bucks. Yeah, now? they were like, I, they might still be. They were, when the, the day the trade became like, because remember it was announced like a week and a half ahead of time. The day it became official, they all dropped. So I bought one. It's up on the wall. It's, okay, yeah. it's, it's up. And a lot of people got on me. I want to know 303-713-1043, Ramosad.com text line. Was it okay to buy a Russell Wilson Seahawks jersey? You agree with me that that's okay. Whoa, I don't whoa, whoa, wear whoa. it. It's a Bron- it's, he's the Broncos quarterback, so I got the, the stitched on Seahawks jersey because it's those are really nice jerseys. I'm only because, it. yeah, only because those are so nice. Yes, that's and, why. And those will be 10 years from now, those will be the one you might want to have. It's only okay, I mean, if you just bought like a, uh, you know, when we, remember we were walking by the training camp the year after Case Keenum was cut, they had those, you know, his jerseys and t-shirts for like 10 bucks. They got Drew Locke and Bridgewater's now for like $25. Right. Um, I could see why people would say it's not okay, but again, only because it's so nice, I would say yes. 303-713-1043, Ramosad.com text line. Now that he's with the Broncos, I'm not wearing it, I got it to collect. Is it okay I got a Russell Wilson Seahawks jersey. Let us know. But Russ comes to town. We all lose our minds. And then over the past, since Russell, it's been this steady, Mike Evans started it, this steady cooling off period into the Denver Broncos. And it's it's been this. Did he start it or did Merillat? Merillat wants to trade Russell Wilson. Merillat's had enough. But it's, (laughs) it's, it's been this cooling off period with tempered expectations. You called the Denver Broncos a fringe playoff team. I need you to explain that. Sure. So there's seven slots, correct? Oh, in the playoffs? Yeah. Yeah. yeah four division winners, three. Right. So four are going to two division winners. I actually had a guy named Seren Petro from Kansas City back when this trade first happened. 
He's the afternoon drive. He's he's uh, he's kind of like the D-Mac out there. He's not as, you know, abrasive as D-Mac. He's, he's good at what he does, though. Yeah. He's very good at what yeah. he does, yeah. Right away, he says it's it's Broncos and Chiefs, and I wouldn't be surprised if the you know Broncos took the division. I would be surprised. Would you? If the Broncos won the AFC West. I would not be surprised, but I'm not picking them. There you go. Okay. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I would be surprised. Until the Chiefs don't win it, I'm picking the Chiefs to win exactly. it. Exactly. So, okay, so you got the AFC West. You got the Bills. They're going to win the division, right? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> but I don't know. With Bill Belichick, year number two, with the, or year number three without Brady, with you know year number two with this quarterback, his, his, his chosen successor, I can count him out. I'm I, I, never, I will never count out Bill Belichick. Right. He's been too good for too long. Uh, now, remember, we got the Chargers. They're going to be tough. They're going to be vying for... We're talking about three slots, assuming... You're talking three wild cards. Three wild card slots, assuming the Broncos don't win the division. I don't think they're winning the division. I don't think that's controversial or a hot take. I just think they're not quite there yet. The division's tough. Right. So, in their own division, they have a, a team that was a playoff team last year. Now they have future Hall of Famer Josh McDaniels calling the... Uh, Josh McDaniels is the worst head coach in the history of the NFL. He's, he sucks so bad. So they have he to get past do. them... Which apparently, and I heard this week, apparently people in Vegas are going heavy on Raiders stuff. Like they think they're going to be fantastic this year. I'm not, I'm not. Google, sure. Google Josh McDaniels. <laughs> what about the Chargers? They have the they, Khalil Mack. They have the defensive line. Bosa's on the team. Yeah, we're getting there. We'll so get there. the Chargers. Uh, Broncos could leapfrog the Chargers, but they have to beat them out, assuming the Chiefs win the division. Or if the Chargers win the division, they got to beat out the Chiefs. So basically, there's three slots left, and all three right. teams in the AFC West right. are competing, okay. and you still have. So then you got the AFC North, right? Either the Ravens or the Bengals, you would think, is going to win that division. It, it, well, one went to the Super Bowl last year. And I think that's, I cannot, and anybody's going to listen to me, I cannot explain enough how good I think Joe Burrow is. Right. So there's two, you know, I'm assuming... So here, here's I'm assuming at least one of the AFC West wild card, you know, and then the AFC well, North, right? And to, to be clear, Deshaun Watson suspended 11 games. All of I think he should have got a year. I taking that out of it, he will be on the field. They've got a pretty good roster. Maybe they make a run at the end of the. So I'm saying Cleveland's another team you could see making who, a push. Who, who is their quarterback? Jacoby Brissett. Yes, and he, I, I, yeah. they'll probably lose too many by the time Watson right. gets back, which is great because they don't deserve to go to the playoffs. So assuming that one wild card comes out of the AFC North, at least one comes out of the AFC West, and none are coming out of the South. Yeah, the South. They're a division winner. Uh, you got Tennessee and the Colts, and the Colts maybe. And this is a this is this is a risky pick. I wouldn't advise this. We don't know what Jacksonville is going to look like. They have Doug Peterson. They spent a lot of money in free agency, and this Trevor Lawrence kid is pretty good. Right. So that's a team that playing a soft schedule and a weak division could rack up some wins. So it's not like I'm dissing on Russell Wilson. I think he's fantastic. But this was one of the worst teams in the league for the last five or six years. Is it five years to six years? I would say nine and seven. Yeah, for the last five years, they've been one of the worst. One of the worst teams in the league. For them just to jump up, with just Russell Wilson and you know this, you know some other nice pieces, you know there's going to be some challenges, and so they're really probably going to be neck and neck with two or three other teams for that final wild card spot. I think they can do it, but I don't know. Well, it, it was something that that does 
Okay, I think the Broncos are going to the playoffs. And I, th- I think it's a massive disappointment if they don't. I think it's inexcusable if they don't. Wow. They do have to play. What, what, what sucks for the Broncos and the AFC West in general is not only do they have to play each other, they have to play the NFC West, which is the 49ers and Rams are two of the, two of the three last Super Bowl teams um, and played each other in the AFC Championship. You have the Cardinals who finished somewhat embarrassingly last year, but but got a lot of wins. Then you got the Seahawks who totally suck. But So you got to play your division. Then you got to play the best division in the NFC as well. And you got to play them all at the end of the year. Look at that. You close against your last, and you, you, you got to play Baltimore. The last five games, the six games of the year is Baltimore, Kansas City, Arizona, the Rams, Kansas City, and the Chargers. Yeah, that's tough. That is, that you could be red hot going into that last six games and maybe blow it and miss the playoffs just based on that last run. Um, okay, so you're looking at more of the, I don't know if I'm using this word right, totality of the AFC. Correct. Just there's only so many slots. There's only so many slots. I think they'll be in position for that third, probably the third slot. Well, that makes them a fringe playoff contender, which is what I said. Right. Um, I think they get in. I think uh, Russ, I, I do think they get in because I don't think the Raiders, I, don't, I think the Raiders will be a team nobody wants to play. Right. But I think the Raiders will lose a lot of those games that they're in with good teams. So I think they're out. The Chargers, it's not about J.C. Jackson or Khalil Mack. J.C. Jackson, name one defensive player who has succeeded outside of New England higher than they succeeded in New England. You don't see it. These okay. defensive players, they leave Bill Belichick. Not keep to leave. He would be he would be the one. But he was he went from Tampa Bay to them. He wasn't like a a, a, a system guy in New England. Um, he would he would be an ally. He wasn't even in New England very long either. Um, but like Jamie Collins, Richard Seymour, they just don't. Patrick Chung got cut. He played in New England like ten years, gets cut in Philly, comes back, plays like another ten years in New England. Uh, Khalil Mack, we'll see. Um, at one time. He was out. He was outstanding. But let's keep this going. Why do the Broncos? Why do I think the Broncos will make the playoffs this year? Dan and I keep that going. We'll do it next. Bonneville International Radio Station contests are open to participants at least 13 years of age and older that are residents of the state of Colorado. Unless otherwise specified, employees or agents of the station, Bonneville International Corporation, other area radio stations, or an entity associated with a contest may not enter. Full general contest rules are available at denverfan.com. Tyler here, guys. Head into Safeway, your tailgating headquarters, to get all of your game day needs. Whether you're tailgating or home gating. And guys, do you want free groceries and prizes? If so, enter into Safeway's Game Time Rewards with Coca-Cola and Body Armor. They've got $30,000 in free groceries and prizes, and they've got Game Time Savings with a Game Time Bundle. Save $2 when you pick up any 2-liter of Coke and Deli 8-piece fried chicken or whole roasted chicken. Safeway and Coca-Cola scoring great deals together. Hey, so here's our story. Sam's number three was the third of five Coney Island diners opened by our Papu Sam in the 1920s here in Denver. Today, Spiro, our pops, Patrick, Sam, and me, Alex, have three Sam's number three diners and bars in Denver, Glendale, and Aurora. That's right, serving Denver for over 90 years. So come check out that little Coney menu our grandfather Sam served way back then in what's now a 16-page hot mess. Thanks, Thanks Colorado, Colorado, for helping us keep cooking. SamsNumber3.com. Breaks Plus are the break experts. Come experience the plus. From belts and hoses to shocks and struts, we do it all. We'll guide you through the repairs and provide transparent pricing without all the fancy extras. 
Mention this ad for $25 off brake pads or shoes. Visit BrakesPlus.com to schedule your appointment today. Brakes Plus, where practical people go for exceptional service. America comes to Brakes Plus. Are you thinking about selling your home? With Orchard, you can skip the typical headaches and hassles of listing a home and go straight to getting an all-cash offer. It's simple. Once Orchard determines your home value, they make you a cash offer. Then, when Orchard sells your home for more than they paid you for it, you keep all the profit. If you're ready to maximize your earnings on your old home and minimize the stress of selling it, you need to try Orchard. Visit Orchard.com and see how you can get an all-cash offer today. Orchard. It's the new way to home. Hey guys, Mark Schlereth here for Gravina's Window Center of Littleton. Family owned since 1973, Gravina's Window Center of Littleton has years of installation experience and excellent reputation. They offer the best replacement windows on the market. Infinity from Marvin, made from fiberglass, Infinity windows are eight times stronger than vinyl. Infinity windows are made for Colorado's climate. Do you need siding? Gravina uses James Hardy siding. James Hardy protects your home from fire, woodpeckers, rot, hail, and moisture. Call now and get 25% off of Infinity Windows, 500 off of Infinity Doors, and 20% off of James Hardy Siding. Call Gravina's Window Center of Littleton today at 303-794-0490. 303-794-0490 for a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 303-794-0490 or online at windowsforyourhome.com. Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code ESPN10 for an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's code ESPN10. Use code ESPN10 for an extra 25 cents per gallon back in your first fill-up. Cash back's not available gas in New Jersey, Wisconsin. Happy Labor Day, Denver. In this morning for Chad and Nate, here's John Davis and the Honorable Judge Dan Jacobs. Happy Labor Day, everybody. John Davis, Dan Jacobs, talking about, we're talking about the Denver Broncos being a fringe playoff team. And I don't, you're, you're not going, you're looking at it not so much about the Broncos as a, the quality team of the Broncos. You're looking at it as the, the, land, the landscape of the AFC well, no, it's both. I, I, I think there are concerns. I, I'm, I'm taking their roster. Everything's new. Young coaching staff. I think they're not going to be... I heard somebody was telling me this week they think they could be a number two or number three defense in the league. Whoa. Um, and I think they're going to struggle a little bit defensively. Um, yes. So uh, great quarterbacks help equalize that. But to me, I have a lot more question marks defensively uh, on on defense, like this guy says, this texter says they have one, 
They have no uh, inside linebackers that cover one starting caliber cornerback. Their roster is weak. Now, I wouldn't go that far to call it a weak roster. You I can't think. name two positions and call the whole roster weak. It's just, it's not fully, um, it's not a top to bottom A+. plus. They have to give roster. George Payton time to develop a roster his way. Now, in the NFL, you can see big swings within a year or two. Bengals. So after this year, I think the, the, the pressure will definitely be on George Payton to, I, I mean, I don't want to hear four years from now that Payton, you know, isn't done building his roster yet. It's the turnover in the NFL is so quick. Uh, even the, even his first two draft classes should be essentially fully developed by then. So, uh, but uh, by, th- th- yeah, yeah, but th- yeah. This team was so bad. The drafting was so bad that, you know, some of these signings were so bad. You're talking Elway, the Elway, Elway. the pre yeah, talk- George Payton. You and I were yeah. just talking about Graham Glasgow's deal, how bad that was. We're talking about Metal Watts. I mean, there were so Don- many Donald bad Donald Stevenson, deals. Um, Ron Larry ended up being a real bad oh, deal. Atrocious. And, and then he got hurt, and they had to keep they had to keep paying. Jawan now, James, for Ju- example. Jawan James. Really, if you look at the post-Super Bowl Broncos, Kareem Jackson is the only free agent that – I think came in and we felt the impact po- post Super Bowl. So post Demarcus, well, post Lindsey, was a free agent. Well, he's a rookie free agent. That is, you are such a judge. Don't get well, don't, don't, he was a free agent. Mr. Small reading the well, small because print. Elway wanted but, to like, hey, what, look at my great draft class. Well, he was undrafted. He was undrafted. Right? If, okay, free agents that had previously played in the NFL. Right. I, I Kareem Jackson is the only one. Can you think of one other than Kareem that, that we felt the impact of when he got? You, you know, yeah, you, you had like. Purcell was no, fine, but nobody that came guys. in and was like home run signing. You know, I'm I'm scratching to think there was no, I, there was no tight ends. There's no wide receivers. There's no about this? offensive line. Think about this. Post Melvin Super Gordon Bowl was all right. Melvin Gordon was a good signing. Um, Post Super Bowl, not one position got better than it was on the Super Bowl teams. Well, that's tough, you know, because. What about who? Well, no, that's not true. Uh, who played Justin Simmons' position? Well, you had Darian Stewart and TJ Ward. Okay, so individually, neither of them were as good as Justin Simmons. Right. The safety combo was better, though. Right now or last year? Two years ago. Ward, two years ago. Ward and Stewart together was better than Kareem and Justin Simmons together. It was more effective, I think. Mm, two years ago with Kareem, I thought they were, they were pretty hey, good. Okay, I'll put it like this. Simmons and Kareem on the Super Bowl 50 defense, the defense would have been just as good right, or maybe even right. better. So, so I'll give you that. So... With so that, Tan is an upgrade over whoever you would well, say. I'm at the Elway era, oh, era. Now, yeah, now that Sertan okay. has yes. come in. Uh, point being, okay, so you're right. The depth, calling this Broncos team a fringe playoff team. I, I think with Russell Wilson, anything less than the playoffs is a disappointment. Uh, I think he's been there so many times that you have to get there. I think, they, I, I think he's been there. I think he'll keep everybody calm. The defense is the thing, though. Well, the, the, and receiving depth. Yeah, Orlando. I was on with Orlando Friday night. He Orlando's talking like we've got we've got the uh, you know John Taylor Jerry Rice. Like, <laughs> I mean, he, he Orlando thinks this is great. The wow, re- yeah. the receiving room. We'll get, we'll get to that later. I like. Let's stick on yeah. the defense for a minute. Okay. Um, pass rushes. Pass rushes like um, bet, betting the futures in Vegas or some sort of. I mean, it's the, the gamble of all gambles. Randy Gregory, who's never produced Bradley Chubb. Hasn't produced you know. Gregory, who's produced in spurts, but long, but the 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 year over year is not there. Right, I mean, you know, his two best seasons are six x, right? Which would be, I looked at it. Um, 
the other free agents were Vaughn Miller and Chandler Jones. And I don't think either of them had a season or they got six sacks. Yeah. Vaughn might have been 2013 when he missed like 12 games. Right, right. But it's no, Vaughn Miller and Chandler Jones, the other two free agents, they could have got multiple, multiple, multiple double digit stack seasons, sack seasons, and Super Bowls. Right. Uh, and Bradley Chubb had a promising rookie year, has been completely, I don't want to say worthless, but completely disappointing ever since. Yeah. So your pass, you know, got rid of Malik Reed, which was weird to me. So um, I know the Jones in the middle, you're hopeful for him. I mean, that guy's not going to get 12, 15 sacks. So uh, their pass rush and their depth on the defensive Ooh. line. And when I say defensive line, I include these, quote, outside linebackers in there. Baron Browning shows some promise in the preseason. We'll see if it translates. Well, DJ Jones shouldn't be getting 12 to 15 sacks. Right. That, that would be very weird from right. his position. Yeah, he's in the middle. So, what I'm, but, but you're on the ends in particular, it's very, very suspect. It's the ultimate gamble. And that's what, you know, that was a big swing. George Payton isn't necessarily known for that, but uh, he took a big swing. And we'll see if he knocks it out of the park or with, with Randy Gregory and, and keeping Bradley Chubb as your op- option on the other side. Maybe it pays off. If it doesn't, they're probably not going to make the playoffs. There are a couple, there are two big question marks. The, 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 the highs of Bradley Chubb and Randy Gregory we've seen look great, but it's you can kind of make a highlight reel of a couple minutes of both of them. <laughs> like it, it, it doesn't take much. If you want to make a highlight reel of Von Miller, you, you sit sit back. It's going to take a while. There's a lot there. Gregory, the deal with Gregory, you and I have talked about it. Um, you're paying him for what you think he can do, correct? Which is better than paying Von Miller for what he used to do. Yeah, so. Let's Look at the Von Miller contract after the Super Bowl. It, it, they never made the playoffs again. There's, there's a little bit. I mean, they didn't have a quarterback. He couldn't rush the passer. So with that, let's get this going on the defense. The What other holes are on this defense? Biggest concerns of the defense because they are there. Dan and I keep this going. We'll do that next. Happy Labor Day, Denver. In this morning for Chad and Nate, here's John Davis and the Honorable Judge Dan Jacobs. Happy Labor Day to everybody out there. Talking Denver Broncos defense concerns there. The edge rusher, I, I agree with you, Dan. We were talking Randy Gregory, Bradley Chubb. Hey, if if the potential is reached, this could be a very uh, a very dominant duo, but we haven't seen it over 16, 17 games from either guy to sit there and say, this is we're, we're, we're guaranteed right here. Uh, the middle, I do like the middle. I, I, I like I like DJ Jones. Oh, the middle of the uh, line. The middle of the defensive line, excuse me, like not the middle linebackers. Yes, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, DJ Jones, Mike Purcell, it's been a couple years, and then Draymond Jones, who's looked great. Um, he's looked great all camp. Uh, I think he's going to finally be in a better position. So I think on the interior, they're pretty solid. Kind of funny, we're talking about Draymond Jones, who has flashed. He's been the defensive player of the week for the conference, I think, at least once. A few times, yeah. And now we're talking about he might actually excel defensively without Vic Fangio. Right, and I think, and I interviewed Draymond, and he was he was cool about it. You know, everybody, Mike Loge Mudia, I interviewed as well, and they talked about, you know, Vic's X's and O's, and they, they were very complimentary. But I think, and, and they didn't say it, so I'm not misquoting or putting words in anybody's mouth. I think... There's a feel that this defense is a little more player friendly for what these guys do. This is the vibe I got from everybody. And Draymond, you mentioned it about, you know, Draymond's in that position now where he should be developed and take off. Fourth year, he should go. The middle linebackers, yo, 
this could be a problem. And all due respect to Jonas Griffith, all due respect to Josie Jewell, I'm not sure either of them start on another team. No, I don't think they do. I don't. I mean, that's that's pretty much their track record, is, is it not? Um, and that that's that's where it gets tough because tight end over the middle is traditionally something nobody has figured out how to cover ever. Here's what I'm really worried about as well. Uh, by the way, you media types really turned on Ronald Darby. Like like I, I nobody not, likes Ronald Darby anymore. I, I have I have not turned on Ronald Darby. Um, I, I, Ronald Darby's fine. To me, he's going to get targeted a lot. I need him to stay healthy. I, I don't. I don't. I don't attack somebody for getting hurt. They they get hurt. They get hurt. That nobody does. Well, it people are saying now, oh, look how many interceptions he's had. Even taking well, into account college, he doesn't. That. He's not a ball hawk in that sense, but he does get past breakups. Like Ronald Darby is in position a lot of times. So to, that's not to say he's ineffective. One thing about Darby that I think is important is health for one, because whoever plays that that cornerback position for the Broncos is going to get thrown out a lot because nobody's thrown to the other side. <laughs> nobody's thrown to Pat Sertan. So whoever's over there is going to get going right. to get a lot. Andre Goodman got it years ago with Champ Bailey. So the the deal with Darby is just he's he's going to get targeted a lot and he has to stay healthy. Pass breakups are fine. Well, but we're not only just Darby because now your nickel is basically your base package. You need three or four cornerbacks, and they have Kwan Williams, who you know he's he's a good player. He's right. he's a good player. But I am looking at the schedule. I mean, obviously you face Herbert Carr and Mahomes twice a year. You're going to face um, a couple not traditionally passing type quarterbacks, but in Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray, but can beat you. Um, yeah, Lamar beat him through the air last year. Yeah, Lamar Lamar threw the ball all over that Broncos defense deep also last year. And we don't know about Trevor Lawrence, but when you're talking about teams that can break down and expose a lack of depth in the secondary. It'd be problematic. I mean, I, you're, you're catching some breaks when you got San Francisco that, you know, they, they're, Trey Lance is, I don't know why, I don't know why they did that. <laughs> right. You got Geno Smith. Um, you got whoever's at Houston. I know who the quarterback for Houston Davis is. Mills. Yeah. Davis Mills. You got the Colts. Well, the Colts could be a problem. Maybe. The Colts could be a problem. They can run the ball. They they can run the ball. And Matt, Matt Ryan in the right situation can still, he's not what he once was, but he can, he's smart enough to still. Matt Ryan's smart enough to where if you've got where you can be exposed, Matt Ryan's smart enough to find to get the ball. But it's a Thursday night game, so it's a little friendly scheduling there for the Broncos. So there's probably six to eight games where that secondary could be exposed. Plus, I I don't think – I think they're very weak – with you know, Kareem Jackson and Caden Stearns. And- Why did everybody... Okay, Justin Simmons. Okay, the, the secondary is weird because you have two players who I think are in the top three at their position. You think Kareem Jackson still? At a- no, no, no. I'm talking the secondary. So, oh, okay, so Pat Sertan right. and Justin Simmons, right. I think. Pat Sertan, I'll say real quick. When you're not watching... Other than Russell Wilson, and he may... This guy's going to be incredible. I, I think I think he's as big of a slam dunk as you have on this team. As far as success, I think he's going to make a leap into that top three. So you have him and Simmons, though. Why? Okay, you said the media types turned on Ronald Darby. Why has everybody turned on Kareem Jackson? Because he was a flat-out liability a lot last year. You have a deep, guy that's deep got, coverage. got old, mm. and he comes up, he gets burned more than I'd ever seen him in his career. And I'm not like I've followed his entire yeah. career, but <laughs> his first year here, he he was a, a he's a, a Pro Bowl a level. Player. I think he was a Pro Bowl level safety his, right. his first year. Here. Last year there were times where he was just an out and out liability. I wouldn't be surprised if it's like the Pac Man thing where 
is on the roster to begin the season, and then he may not be on the roster at the end of the season. I, I don't think that. Um, I think he'll be here the whole year. He did specifically, specifically the Ravens-Raiders games last year, the Raiders game here, back-to-back weeks, where the Broncos just embarrassed themselves completely. Kareem, deep in coverage, was not. what, what Liability is the term you used, and, and I felt... He's more of a play him in the box type guy. I think he can still be. Oh, so what you're talking about is a broken down John Lynch. Well, that's right. John Lynch was broken down when he got here, but it was a John Lynch. That wasn't nice. John Lynch is like last year. He was right. It it was the same thing. Okay. So. Okay. So safety. So what do we, what do we like? Like half the defense. That's, I don't like much of the deal. I like Simmons. I like Sertan. That's bold. Jones. Anybody else are just guys. They are absolutely okay, Gregory, every other position on defense is just guys. Gregory and Chubb are not just guys. They have they have Chubb is, Chubb is below a just guy. Chubb, Chubb may is, not no, even belong not. on the field. No, wait, he's what? He may not even belong on the field. Bradley Chubb may not belong on the field. Well, you media types have really he turned on Bradley Chubb last year. He he was injured last year. You're right. He when he came in and he played. I think he played seven games. Not largely effective. Um, that's there's no way to argue against that. <laughs> um, Bradley Chubb. Okay, so that's a very interesting one. Dan says Bradley Chubb isn't just a guy. He's, he's below, below just. Guy. He's below a guy. Happy Labor Day, Bradley Chubb. I hope you're enjoying today. As Dan Jacobs on this holiday says, you're you're below just a guy and may not belong on the field. Dan is going to tell me why. He basically just said Bradley Chubb is the worst player on this Broncos team. I completely disagree with <laughs> him. Well, okay, you, you, how did you not say that? Well, because jo- Josie Jules on this. Uh, okay, okay. Team, so yeah, let's uh, let's Garrett be mean to let's be mean to a few more. <laughs> let's be mean to a few more people while we're at it. Bradley Chubb. I say he's more than just a guy. Dan and I scream at each other about this next. Hey, this is Nate Jackson. Thanks for checking out Chad and Nate On Demand, presented by SCL Mortgage, the home of MySpecialMortgage.com.